Hello. Hey. Hello. <laughs> Nakia, you rocking like you got the song I in do. your head. I'm trying to I'm trying to hold it in. We don't need to sing it every time, I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, we didn't sing it the last episode, so if you want to break out in song real quick, it's fine. Judgment free. I might even back you welcome up. Back, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome. Welcome back. back. Here we are. Another week. <laughs> another episode. Energy checks. I'm at like a good four today. I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. Four. Four. Steady and Steady and pushing. Dr. Nakia. I think I'm at like a three or four. You know. Things change quickly sometimes. Okay. I'm easily at a five. I'm firing on all cylinders right now. That's a good thing. So what are we talking about today, Dr. Tops? Let's walk through this relationship thing. No, I mean, it's, it's a touchy subject, right? It's a, it's a very touchy subject because how do you have a relationship at this point? What does the relationship look like? Is your significant other going to be intimidated by you and what you bring to the table? Can you, as an alpha female, let your guard down enough to be vulnerable in a relationship to build and grow? What is an alpha female? Because that's I what I was going to ask. By, what? Yeah, just let's talk through that for a minute. I don't know if I identify that way one okay. way or the other. So typically, I mean, by definition or just like, like for you, when you say alpha female, sort of, what does that mean to you? Um, someone who is very headstrong, knows what she wants, um, knows how to set a plan to go get what she wants and isn't afraid to sort of speak up and advocate for herself and those around her and those that she loves and gets it done. You know, mm-hmm. so with those type of qualities, it makes it difficult to be in a relationship, I guess, is what we're saying. Oh, for sure. A lot of times, sometimes, most of the time. Do you guys think that has to do with men's expectations of what a woman wifey type is like? I mean, I wonder sometimes if it's hard because of what we're expected to be like. I don't know if you guys think that's part of it. It's interesting because when I think about relationships, I think about a partnership, right? Where you got two people coming, making the choice to come together, take what they both have mentally, emotionally, financially, and putting it together to build something with each other, you know, whatever that legacy is going to be what are you know and that looks different for different couples but when we get into like you know who's you know better off financially who's more emotionally stable who's like you know like I guess the the differences between two people like I always wonder how those things work out am I making sense I don't know if I should, if I explain that yeah okay yeah that makes sense makes sense so going back to the whole alpha male thing Taj as you described it like a woman who you know knows what she wants goes after it gets it done works hard whatever 
I would think that that would be something that a potential partner would want. But what we're saying is that's not always but the case. No. I mean, especially if the man has sort of learned or observed or seen the woman in a docile position, a submissive position, that woman, the alpha male, female, can be a bit harsh, strong, and gets labeled different names, right? Because she just gets it done. Like, you know, it's one of those married family and friends are just like, I just don't ask my husband to do it. I just go ahead and just get it done, you know? So it's just one of those that just, it's a go-getter. Just gets it done, handles it. Olivia Pope style. So it's very difficult because there are men that come into relationships and want what they've seen, whether it was with mom or Graham or whomever. I find sometimes too, it's like a balance, right? Like there's, there's guys who really respect the Olivia Pope's get it done, you know, woman who kind of can take control, take charge. But then there's also the stereotypical woman things like taking care of the kids or cleaning the house and dinner. So it's like, I can bring home the bacon, right? Remember that commercial back in the day? Fry it up in a pan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't warn you guys that no, time. No, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't. It was like being... I just saw, I just saw it coming because you were swaying, rocking. Something was going to come. It's like hard to be all the things, right? Like a, a woman who gets it done and then also expected to to play the role, the traditional roles as well, and how you balance all of that. I mean, I guess we're talking, I'm talking from my perspective. Like After dating, like once you're in a relationship, you get into like how you, who's playing what roles. Mm-hmm. But can we rewind for a second? Because I have a lot of conversations with women about dating. So before we can even get to the relationship to talk about the roles in the relationship, like we got to get through the dating phase, which it's seems true. to give so people true. a lot of trouble. Like all through social media, everybody talks about how dating is so trash right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is that? Mm-hmm. Why is that? I think people don't know how to date. Like, or as the more seniored person would say court, right? So it's, everything has sort of strayed away from phone conversations. Communication has sort of been placed in text messaging, all right? So I'm quite sure we've been on social media and we've seen the, um, the, the, the different memes of, oops, guess I didn't get my morning, my good morning beautiful text. You know what I mean? Like, why does it have to be a text? Like, why can't you pick up the phone and be like, mm-hmm. good morning, how are you? You know, hope you have a good day, da, 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 da. Like, everything has sort of been minimized to text communication. So I think the, the art of courting is gone. Gone. Also, does it always have to be the guy that sends the good morning text or calls and says good morning? Can it go both ways? I think it can. I think it can. I think on a personal, in a, in a personal space, like if I feel like there's a level of consistency, because I'm huge on consistency, 
then I'll definitely reciprocate without it being initiated or without there being a conversation. But the minute there's a lack of inconsistency, let's park it right there. Let's just let's just stop. <laughs> let's slow this thing down for a second and talk about slow the train slow down and talk about down. consistency. It's huge. It's huge. Like it I, like everyone wants to know that their actions match mm-hmm. their words. <laughs> you know, like, so if, if you're giving me lip service and nothing has really amounted to the lip service, I, I, I can't take you serious. Yes. Because I can, I can't put, let my guard down enough right. to I feel comfortable. I think it's about creating safety. We come back to this a lot right. with a lot of the different things we talk about is how to create that sense of safety and consistency is how you create safety in a lot of different areas. So being, you know, you constantly having to show up helps the person to feel comfortable enough to, you know, show themselves. Sure. And it's, and it's difficult. It's difficult. But I think, too, in the back of my head with that consistency, right, I've always been told that you don't have to know if a man likes you because he'll show you. Nope. I need you to tell me, too. You know? You... <laughs> I need to hear you say it. <laughs> so, so, so I feel like that I like you comes up in different ways. Like, you hungry? <laughs> you okay? How's your day going? You know what I mean? Like there's different, it comes up differently. So there's action in it. There's action in all of that. All those things. Love is a verb. Like I'm willing, I, I care enough. So huh? love is a verb. Right. I, you know, I like you enough to know or to be interested in your day. I like you enough to make sure that you're fed. Is that too much to ask? It's not. And I, like, you know, um, like you said, going back to the whole text messaging thing, right? It's like, I'm, I'm interested enough to know how your day is. So you ask me, how's my day? And I tell you, no response. Were you really interested right. in knowing how my day was? Right. Or were you just doing what you know you needed to do so you don't hear me sort of later down the line? Can we just be... Or the... Oh, no. Go you ahead. Got it. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was going to say, can we also just be put it on the table that these the apps have changed the game. So most times that whole good morning, beautiful text, I'm like, oh, I, I used to think that was just me. <laughs> but no, that text gets sent maybe five times, six times. Who knows? So I feel like some of it is like this ADHD dating where she did. Did you call? Uh-uh. She said Mm-mm. ADHD. I did. Let's stop. Let's stop this car right now. Did you call it ADHD dating? <laughs> Doc, explain. Can't focus. Give me a good definition. Can't focus. Give me a good definition. Can't attend for too long. Ooh, new shiny thing. Ooh, look over here. Ooh, like attention everywhere. Can't can't stay focused, hyperactive, swipe, swipe, swipe. You know, and I think they, they ask, how's your day? But then by the time you answer, it's good. I got a meeting this morning. They're on, who knows, on a whole nother conversation they don't forgot they texted mm-hmm. you hmm. because i just think people are multi 
I don't know if it's multitasking, but it's like, I don't think people are going into it with the intention of focusing. It's kind of like a sport at this point. Yeah. It's like oversaturation, right? Mm. Because right. there's so many options available to you. I mean, but I mean, think but about so their quality, quality. Depends, right. You're looking for it. Depends, Everybody's it not also looking depends for quality. intentions too on these apps. Mm-hmm. There are so, so first okay. of all, on one all app right. alone, there are so many options. But then there are so many different apps, too, right? So it, I'm overwhelmed just thinking about it. Like, there's so many different people you could be exposed to just while sitting on your couch. And so if you, if you are the type of person that has not really done the work to know what you want, mm-hmm. right, and know what you're looking for, and all of these options are available to you at any given time. It's like the Cheesecake Factory <laughs> menu. It's too much so stuff. Too much stuff. <laughs> My goodness. Okay. Okay. So then, what do you do? But then, okay, ready? Just another thing, because it this this happens apparently. People are catfishing on these apps, right? Like they're posting pictures. And they're not who they say they are. <laughs> like, sir, I feel taken advantage of. Like, you need to run me back some of my time. Like, it came at a cost. Like, what are we doing? Or it's Kojo, but when you get there, <laughs> Professor Clump. I saw on social media the other day, it was like, I told this girl, I'm 6'3", I'm really 5'5", five, five, and we're about to meet in an hour. It's like, oh, why man. would you do that? <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Like, sir, what? Mm-mm. I think it's this this Mm-mm. fear to really put yourself out there. And when I say that, put yourself out there in you know, all of who you are and be vulnerable enough to be honest about your feelings and what you're looking for. I think that's really hard for a lot of people, especially if you haven't done the work, right? To fully accept yourself for who you are. That can be, that can, that can be intimidating. Okay. You don't sound convinced. I just, I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it. Like, what? I think I think I'm old school. I think I truly think I'm old. like the art of courting. Mm-hmm. Like, show up and bring flowers. Arrange the date. Arrange the date. Figure it out. Arrange the date. Because people are crazy, right? They're a little. They're a little different. You don't want them to know where you live right away. All right. So I'll meet you wherever, right? And we'll get to know each other. We'll you know, feel it out. But then it like drops off and maybe it's because like you really literally have to go into these dates. Like, like, I feel like you have to have a mental checklist of like what to ask. Like, are you on other apps? How many other people are in your dating? But what date, what date do you ask those questions? Right. Is it date one? Cause how about why not date one? Because I need to establish if you're about to waste my time, sir. Why not? Why not? Why not date one? Because let's just say, I get into date three, four, start to, you know, feel a little something and then find out you are on four different dating apps and you just 
got a rotation, a seven day a week rotation that you go hitting on dates. And I'm like date number four for the week. I think, I think it's an assumption and I don't know, maybe my perspective is jaded, but I would just assume from date one that there's multiple dates happening and that if it's going to develop to a exclusive thing or uh, it will just happen because I just assume that all of the, I don't want to just say men, it could be women too. It's like dating as a sport now. It's just like, I just would assume, right, there's a date on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, maybe take a day <laughs> off, hang out with the boys. Like a ep- the episode on Insecure when Molly asked, oh boy, was he um, dating He's other like, people? Yeah. Right. Is that a gender thing? That was real. Because that was a move. Where like as women, we may not do that as much as men. Mm. But if we don't, I wonder why not. That's a good question. I think some women do date like that, right? The empowered woman that like, okay, I'm a, I'm a flip this. I'm going to control how this goes. You're not dating five of me. I might be talking to five of you. I think there's a lot of women who have em- feel empowered to kind of shift that dynamic. But then do they get thought of the same as men? No, they probably get put in a certain category. But I think we need to normalize that a little bit more because if you are, if you are dating with intention... I think it's fine to meet different people and get to know different people, but eventually you have to decide what it is that you want, right? Like you're dating five, you know, you're going out and you're dating five guys, fine. But at some point, like, are you liking one of these five guys more than the others? Like, are you ready to make a decision? Like, I think that's where it gets a little bit tricky because, again, we have all of these options. At what point do you say, like... I really like this one out of the three or four that I may be dating. And let me just focus on her. Like, what what do you need for yourself to be able to make that decision? Don't you think that happens organically? I mean, I, I would assume that, like, you don't have rapport with everybody. You don't have chemistry with everybody. So I feel like if you date frequently, organically, you'll feel drawn to one person over the other. I think that is what happens. But again, because there are so many options, is that hard for people to be honest about their feelings? Like, yeah, I really like this one, but does she like me the same way? You know, like if I say that, like what is she going to say? Like I think, you know, the, the, the difficulty with being vulnerable and putting yourself out there and saying like, I like you and I want this to move in a certain direction, I think is hard for people to admit sometimes. They don't want to get hurt. I just, I struggle because I feel like for me, it's, it's, it's communication. It's, it's huge, right? Have I always been in this space where I've been able to actively communicate? No. Well, I feel like particularly now in dating, it's different. Like, I feel like we're on borrowed time, right? If we're being completely like transparent about what it is, like, I don't have a month of Sundays to sit around and date this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, and sort of juggle through and be like, hmm, who do I want today? Like, today might not be promised. So let me just get, let let me pull up to the table at this date and just sort of say what this is for me. You can choose to deal with it or not, but this is where I'm at. 
don't you think the in, the apps also um, provide a vehicle for commitment phobic people, so that they can say like, well, I like I like people who wear pink nail polish and it was red, so no, or I like people who you know what I'm saying. The list of things people can rule people out for at this point. But first, you got to be true with your picture that you post. Like, like I said, we got people out here. We got people out here catfishing you. Like, bruh. Also, can we talk about this thing called ghosting? Because I think that happens a lot too. I sh- it does. You just having a struggle with I this struggle. whole conversation. Because, like, tell me, tell me what it is from the door like you know what i enjoyed our date or i didn't enjoy our date i'm good Mm -hmm. i can respect you more because these spaces everybody's eight degrees from separate six eight six one degrees i think eight six one of them sets of degrees apart right so i'm gonna see you or i'm gonna run into you do you think it's gonna be awkward do you think i'm just gonna pass over it because you know, I, I might sort of have to ask you on a low in a joking manner, like, hey, what happened? Because you can say it and I could still maintain, I still can, we still can be friends, sociable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think you're talking about mature dating, right? So I, I think. <laughs> what are we doing? But that's But that's the thing. That's my <laughs> point. Like, good for you, Taj, that you come from at this from a mature person. Like, I'm a grown, I'm a fully grown woman. I'm going to tell you what I'm here for. You can let me know if it works for you or not. But I, I don't think the average person on the apps, I mean, I, I don't think they're coming from that perspective, sadly. <laughs> then I always struggle. <laughs> well, I mean, some people are. I think it's just you got to sift through the ones who are just, it's like a sport. Or they have an ADHD, right? Attention problems with dating. It's just you got to sift through the people who just think it's a game. And I think you're right. It goes back to communication. It takes somebody who is really confident and secure in themselves to be able to communicate effectively. Like, I think it's real. It's it's hard for people to say what you just said, Tosh. Like, you know. I had a nice time on the date, but I don't necessarily think this is a good fit. Taj is still struggling. <laughs> I, 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 I am. Because I, I just, I, I guess, I don't know. Maybe it's an age thing. Maybe I'm just in a headspace where it's just like, at this point, I'm trying to enjoy life. I'm trying to build with someone, right? I, I've, I've, I've built and I am continuing to build, but let's have the conversation. Let's talk about a starting point. Purposeful, purposeful dating with courting in mind. Courting principles. Courting principles. Yes, courting principles. Communication, pick up the phone, call. Because those taint those same 2.5 seconds it takes to send a text, you could dial and pick up the phone. Just as meaningful. I think it's just having faith that like there are people out there who are mature who can communicate, just keep keep the faith alive. I think that's one way everybody who's dating to just reframe it. Like, your life's great, life's good, I'm faithful, 
and hopeful that I can meet someone who's kind of on the same page as me. And I think that's where therapy can be helpful, right? Because I think when you found yourself in situations over and over again where stuff didn't work out, it's easy to feel like hopeless or that there's something wrong with you. I see that a lot. When relationships don't work out, it's very personal. Like there must be something wrong with me because I'm the common denominator in all of these situations. And, you know, that's not that's not necessarily the case. So then how would you help your client through the I think it's me? Yeah, I think so. The first it may be funny, but the first thing that we talk about um, is like it's not that you want anyone. You want someone because if you wanted anyone, that's not hard to get. Right, like you, okay. <laughs> show ain't <Mm-mm>. show <laughs> ain't apparently <laughs> the show ain't is ADHD dating on all these apps and folks is out here catfishing and ghosting and having good old right? time, just shenanigans. And if there was really just... something wrong with you, you wouldn't be able to get anyone. But that's not the case. So I think okay. number one, you have to reframe that in your mind, and number two, I think it's also helpful to clarify, you know what it is that you want, right? Like what it is that you want, how good is your communication, right? Like, are you being as open and honest as you could be with some of the people that you're coming in contact with? And how do you cope when things don't work out? Not like the girl who set her ex-boyfriend's on fire. Your girl poured the kerosene or the gasoline in the car, lit it. And she flew back, hit the car behind her, and slid down. Like, you know, in the, this is bad. The Warner Brothers cartoons when um, Pepe Le Pew would hit the wall and slide she sure down. Did. But she legit slid down the slide to that car. Like, ma'am, that wasn't well thought out. You don't want to be no, in those situations. Okay, sorry. I digress. Or sis who pulled the whole screen door yeah. off, the, um, <laughs> off, the, off the house. Oh, you could, we gonna finish this conversation, Mm-mm, bro? <laughs> Come on back. Come on back. Yeah, no, we don't want to yeah. be like that. Yeah. I mean, you want to be able to, uh, you know, hear, hear, and listen to the feedback, and be okay, and not be in prison. That's always good. Because <laughs> your dating life will drastically change once you go to prison, yo. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to get real different. <laughs> Just saying. You're right. You are right. You mm-hmm. are absolutely right. I just, you still I struggling, Tosh? I, I am. I am. I, But again, it's a work in progress, right? So I feel like these conversations help sort of frame it a bit better for me, but I, fe- I truly feel like the old courting principles plus active communication and an understanding of what, what you bring to a relationship, right? Because I feel like in some of these situations and I could, and I could, you know, point the finger at myself. I don't realize the mess I used to be versus who I am now. So a lot of the stuff I brought to past relationships was a lot. Like I brought a lot. And that made it difficult. That made some of those relationships difficult. Whereas now, mm -mm, I have zero tolerance. I'm calling you on your stuff in the minute, in the moment. 
And I feel like, because you knew what it was. I told you what it was from the door. Like, sir, mm -mm, let's not waste my time and your time. Let's be clear about what we're doing. So those things are, 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 are important. In and you have to do that work separate from the dating, right? Sure. Like knowing, you know, self-awareness is a thing. You have to be self-aware and know what it is that you're bringing into the relationship. We all bring positives and we all bring some negatives into a relationship. We're human. We're flawed. There are going to be some things that we have more difficulty with than others. But we have to know what those things are and be able to communicate to the person about what they are and what we need or what we're still working on in terms of those things. Yes, insight. So that's where the therapy comes in again, because that's how you, a safe space where you can gain that insight. So how do we flip the script? Go to therapy. Absolutely. <laughs> gain the insight. Know what you bring to the table. Yes, self-worth. And know what you bring. Beyond the self-worth, I think, it's mm -hmm. what you bring. What bags? Oh, you right? mean bags? Because everyone says, oh, leave. <laughs> so everyone's like, oh, you know, you can't bring your baggage into, into new relationships. But it's a part of me. Like, you need to know and understand how I got to be who I am and why I react the way that I react. So this is, this is in theory, me. I can't cut that off and just leave that there. That's a part of me. And then communicating that gives the other person the opportunity to make a decision and to make say, a decision. is this something that I can handle with what I'm bringing to the table? Yes or right. no. And that's also okay, too. I have sure. a, a friend who, a brilliant psychology friend who says, you can bring a carry-on of baggage to a relationship, not like two or three suitcases. So it's, it's to say that you got to unpack some of that in therapy with your friends, mm -hmm. with, you know, if you're spiritual or religious, you got to work some of it out because a new relationship can't bear the burden of literally three suitcases and a trunk. Carry on is good. Sure. And just enjoy life, right? Like look to have fun, hang out with your girls, your friends, just, just have fun, do things you enjoy. And who knows, that's often how people meet people. Taj, you feel better? Is this going to be a check-in with Taj? Because I was struggling? Like, y'all going to start doing that? Friend. Mm -hmm. We trying to help No, I just, I just, I just, like I said, there's just certain things. But again, that's just my personality. Like, if I feel like there's a means to sort of do it different, like, why can't we do it different? And I think that's where I struggle. And I think, like I said, understanding in this dating life in this space right now I think understanding all those parts that we talked about is important and vulnerability is huge but vulnerability only comes when you're safe when you feel when you feel safe right so this courting communication safety vulnerability knowing yourself and what you bring is important Amen. It's important. So, amen. That was a word, Taj. I think we just need to leave it right here. We're going to leave it right here. We're going to leave it right there, friend. 
Yes. So thanks, thanks for listening. For See you next time.